Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Wednesday the 7th of August. Coming up, more homes in Kent sitting empty. Terraced housing is more likely to be found empty and that's sometimes because it's bought often at auction by investors and there's a relatively low incentive to bring the property into use quickly. Young carers get a break from responsibilities. They're doing rock climbing, abseiling, rope courses, outdoor skills, um, and it's just amazing for them to come away and just to be able to be a child. And basketball star hopes to inspire next generation. When I was younger, there wasn't really anyone to look up to from Sittingbourne or from Kent or kind of England, so for me I want to be that for these players. Kent Online News. First today, more than 6,000 homes in Kent are sitting empty according to new figures. The data also shows the number of vacant properties has increased by around 7% in the past year. That's above the national average. Medway had more places that were unlived in than any other part of the county, while Gravesham had the least. Chris Bailey's a campaign manager at Action on Empty Homes, which collated the figures. What we've seen in the last year uh, is a uh, rise across the country in levels of long-term empty homes and it's the second year running that we've seen that rise. Um, across the country the rise was just over five percent, the rise in Kent's around seven percent, um, but obviously there's a lot of variation across the country as there is within Kent with some areas having very high levels of empty homes and other areas having lower levels. And um, in terms of a national picture we've seen rising numbers in two-thirds of the local authority areas in the country, so it's quite widespread both in low-value and high-value areas in terms of property pricing. Um, so it's a significant national trend, um, which probably reflects both um, the overall housing market and a sort of slowing in the housing market, which we've seen in the last couple of years since 2016. Um, and it also reflects the fact that certain types of property are tending to be left empty more often. In terms of what types of property are left empty across the country, there are empty properties in all council tax bands from the uh, very high value properties to very low value properties but empty properties are generally more likely to be lower value properties um, um, terraced housing is more likely to be found empty and that's sometimes because it's um, bought often at auction by investors and there's a relatively low incentive to bring the property into use quickly so people will bring some property into use or they might buy a property and find that um, although it was very cheap to buy, it actually requires a lot of work to bring it back into use. Often small terrace properties are under-insulated as well, so they do require a bit of investment to bring them into you know, occupation as good homes. Our role is largely um, campaigning for investment to ensure that more empty homes are brought back into use, but we do work with projects around the country that are active in doing this, and we also work with local authorities. And as you may know, Kent are quite active in supporting um, both individuals and um, small property developers bringing uh, empty homes back into use. They have a loan scheme and various other types of support that they offer through an, an initiative called No Use Empty. Um, yeah, they're quite sort of well known in terms of good practice in supporting people bringing empty homes back into use. They've obviously recognised that there was a particular problem in Kent. In general, we see more um, long-term empty homes in areas that are either areas of industrial decline like the big northern cities or in um, declining or declined coastal areas of the country and obviously Kent County Council are very much trying to turn that around by backing um, people bringing homes back into use with as I say a range of 
incentives and support, including financial ones. You can see how many empty properties there are where you live in our story online. Kent Online reports. Elsewhere today, a man's in hospital after being stabbed in the stomach in Strood. Police were called to Northcott Road just after two this morning. Meantime, a teenager arrested on suspicion of attempted murder following a stabbing in Goudhurst has been bailed. The 18-year-old man was arrested in West Kingsdown following a search involving the police helicopter after the attack happened on Monday night. The victim, who's in his 40s, was taken to London for treatment after it happened in Lurkin's Rise. A £3,000 reward's being offered as police continue to try and track down a convicted murderer who'd been living in Maidstone. Joseph Bagley's been on the run since May after serving 31 years in prison for killing a taxi driver. The 66-year-old had been living in approved premises outside of jail but failed to return by the time of his curfew. We've got computer-generated images of what he might look like at kentonline.co.uk. A man who crashed into two cars while trying to get away from police in Dover has avoided being sent straight to jail. Lewis Kent drove at 60 miles per hour in a 30 zone during the chase in May and also went the wrong way round a roundabout and into oncoming traffic. The 31-year-old from Melbourne Avenue in the town has been given a suspended prison sentence. He's also been banned from driving, fined £4,000 and ordered to do 200 hours of unpaid work. Kent Online News. Detectives are hunting a man who reportedly smashed up a computer store in Dartford and threatened staff with an axe during a robbery. The suspect is said to have gone into Discworld at the Orchard Shopping Centre with his face covered yesterday morning. No one was hurt, but he caused £2,500 worth of damage to cabinets and laptops. A people smuggler who went on the run for almost four years after being stopped at the port of Dover has now been jailed for two and a half years. The 44-year-old was arrested at the Eastern Docks in October 2013, but failed to turn up to court. He was detained last week after police tracked him down in Ilford. A Kent veteran's had his war medals stolen for a second time. They were taken from 106-year-old Leslie Stelfox's home in Milton Regis near Sittingbourne while he was watering his garden on Saturday afternoon. The same medals were stolen during a burglary in 2014, but police managed to find them. They're now investigating the second theft. Kent Online reports. A group of young carers from Kent have spent the day doing outdoor activities as they get a much-needed break from their responsibilities. The charity Imago has organised a trip to Bowles in Tunbridge Wells, where they've been having a go at things like rock climbing, abseiling and assault horses. Kelly Gardner's head of the Children and Young People Department at the charity. We're very fortunate. We have a working relationship with Bowles, where we are at the moment. Um, and we've been bringing children here for a couple of years um, for a number of our, our sort of groups that we work with, um, our, our short break service and our young carers. Um, and we were approached by Bowles this year to see if we wanted to come along and work with them this summer and obviously jumped at the opportunity. Young carers um, are they're young people that are registered with us are aged 5 to 18 who have a caring responsibility, sometimes quite significant, in their family home, um, caring for... Um, a relative who, who lives with them and that can impact sometimes on their childhood and so the opportunity to come and be with their peers the, the same age in the same circumstance is amazing. They get so much out of being with other young people who are experiencing the same 
issues in their life as them. Gives them the chance to talk to their peers if they want to, but also activities that they're doing here are just incredible. They're doing rock climbing, abseiling, rope courses, outdoor skills, um, and it's just amazing for them to come away and just to be able to be a child and experience the things that sometimes they may not have the opportunity to do. We quite often on a day like this will have the children will arrive and they'll be quite nervous, quite apprehensive, maybe not know too many people. By the end of the day they go away saying we've had the best day ever, we've made lifelong friends and we do see that their, their relationships, their friendships continue outside of days like today but these activities are so important for them to come along and have some fun. We had a day yesterday for our short breaks side of the project that we work with on Imago um, and the feedback we had from some of the parents yesterday was absolutely brilliant. Um, we do get feedback from the children and the parents and it's always very much around that it's brilliant that the children have had the opportunity to have a break, have some fun, they've had new experiences, um, they haven't stopped talking about it, all the exciting things that we like children to, to have that opportunity to do. Over the years dozens of young people have benefited from the scheme including George who helped look after his sister who has cerebral palsy. I like have to like help her get dressed, help her in the shower and like I just have to support her. It's fun because I get to like get away from like just like get a bit of a break from like caring and stuff. Richard Hardwick is the director at Bowles and told us why they love getting involved with the project. We're delighted to be hosting uh, young carers from uh, from Kent and London today. Um, another year for the team to come back and give these uh, young people a, a fantastic crack at doing some really normal kids adventures and activities in the summer. It's a brilliant chance for them just to forget who they are, um, sit down, stand up, you know, play around, have try and solve a problem and just you know get down forget their relation you know forget at home they are a young carer um, forget that they're you know they're busy constantly and that they're you know maybe becoming an adult a bit too young but learn you know use all the skills that they've got as you know young carers are so resilient they're so caring and they are so good at, at teamwork they're such good team players they naturally have so many of the skills that a lot of other young people wouldn't necessarily get and that you know that's one of the things we love about having them here all we have to do is open the doors and then they come and get, they make the most of it as you, you know I'm sure you've seen today um, on the activities they are so ripe and ready for this stuff and all they need I think is in life is a bit of a boost a bit of a bit of a hand you know helping hand and if we can you know open the doors and they can come meet some other young people you know and, and just be kids. Kent Online News. South Eastern's going to keep running rail services in Kent after the government cancelled a competition for the franchise. The Department for Transports decided the process would lead to more costs for the taxpayer and might not deliver the sorts of benefits they want. The contract with South Eastern was due to run out in November, but it's now been extended until next April. It's been revealed this year's Rochester Castle concerts made a loss of more than £300,000. Craig David had to step in to replace Jess Glynn last month and the proms was the only night to sell out. Medway Council, which runs the event, has already announced an urgent review saying it's unsustainable. 
Plans to sell Tunbridge Wells Police Station have been scrapped. Kent's Crime Commissioner has formally ended discussions with the Borough Council, saying it's not a good enough deal for the taxpayer and he's not prepared to leave the area without a police station. Elsewhere in the county, a decision to sell Dreamland in Margate has been put on hold after local Labour and Green Party politicians said the deal needs to be examined more closely. Council bosses agreed to allow the company that currently runs the site to buy it at a meeting last week. But the opposition are calling for more scrutiny to make sure the future of the amusement park is protected. Kent Online Sport. A former NBA player from Kent says he's hoping to inspire the next generation of basketball players. Ryan Richards from Sittingbourne signed for the San Antonio Spurs, but injuries meant he couldn't quite make it at the elite level. He's now working with the Kent Panthers and spoke to Nicola on KMTV's Team Talk this week with Martin and Lee, who are both from the club. Uh, I first got into basketball when I was kind of late. I was about 13, 14. My brother moved over from Jamaica um, and he tried to drag me from football into basketball, but I just wasn't sold. And then after time, I had a big growth spurt in the summer and I thought, well, I'll try it. And I, I just honestly just <laughs> fell in love. And then since then, it's been up and up and up. I guess when you did get so tall, maybe were you thinking, well, this is the only choice for me, really? <laughs> no, yeah, kind of. That or work in the supermarket, you know, stacking shelves. So I, but I went down the Barcelona route and it's obviously paid off and gone really, really well. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And you have done incredibly well with your career. But tell Thank us you. what you're wanting to do now, because you really want to kind of spread the love of the sport. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm still young, I'm still 28. And, you know, I hope to play another 10 years, eight years. But... I just see so much talent, especially off our trial, that is out there. And when I was younger, there wasn't really anyone to look up to from Sittingbourne or from Kent or kind of England. So for me, I want to be that for these players um, and kind of boost the whole community of basketball in Kent and um, wherever that is from, whatever part. And, uh, and that's my main goal. And Martin and Lee, it must be fantastic having Ryan around the club. Tell us kind of how it's been for you guys and what he does for you. Absolutely amazing. I mean, to have someone of Ryan's stature played in the NBA, back with a local club now, supporting the community, supporting the kids in the local area, absolutely amazing. Just gives it that extra boost and gives all the kids a bit of a buzz in the area with regards to basketball. So, Is that what you found, Lee? Um, yeah, I mean, Ryan is an ambassador for the sport. He, he really kind of exudes kind of the confidence and the experience that he's had. Um, it's just great for kids to sort of pick up on some of the things that he's learned and be able to develop them one-on-one. -on -one. It's just an opportunity that they, they probably wouldn't see. And it's just been fantastic for them this last weekend at the trials. And what's it like being a role model? Do you feel under a fair bit of pressure or are you enjoying it? Uh, I'm enjoying it, really. I mean, um, I was kind of this weekend was kind of the first chance that I saw kids in Kent and how much you know love and passion they have for basketball and at the end you know when we gave out the certificates and told the guys they were through the faces that they pulled just kind of it hit me you know it really got me and it made me remember when I was a child so it was amazing absolutely amazing to, to give back and, I, and I'm happy to excited for us all together to, to continue that. And finally today, a cat from Folkestone's been reunited with her owners after running off in northern France. Mia jumped out of their van near Calais last week while they were on their way back from holiday. The couple started an appeal on Facebook and she was found safe and well. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.